us that they carry around all the time. Uh, you know, all their worldly <laughs> possessions are now for display on I-25. Is that, is, is that like a modern-day bindle? It is. Yeah, okay. Except for, it's for rich white people who want to show off their wealth. Oh, scary mm. but funny. Yeah. Which, actually, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means the laughs, the stabs, the loving, and the squirting of blood that comes from horror comedies. I'm your host, Daniel Rojas, joined by... Kells for Show, a.k.a. Bustin' Makes Me Feel Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah. Don't look at me Especially like that when you Especially when I on a target. Yeah. Anyway, today we are joined by a very special guest, a good friend of mine. Uh, I am Garrett, the finance guy. There it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 See, now, Michelle, when you're listening to this episode later, do you see how easy it is to come up with an intro? Just uh, throwing that out there. Today we are on part three of our (laughs) Halloween spooktober. Spooktacular? Spookstravaganza? Extrava spookska? Hmm. There's another one in there. Ghouls giving. Ghouls giving. Ghouls giving. Ghouls getting. Okay. And ghouls guffawing. Today is part three (laughs) of our spooktacular special. Um, We're talking about horror comedies. Last week we talked about slashers and the week before that about creatures of the night. Now, Michelle's not with us this week, if you hadn't noticed, so expect it to go a little more off the rails because when the cat's away, the boys get distracted and um, barely stay on target. So. True that. Kelsey, Garrett, quick question for you. What is it that defines, uh, separates a horror comedy from a horror B-list movie? Like, you're, you got your killer, clown, cl- uh, killer clowns from outer space. Too many Ks. And or, my mouth starts to get scared. Uh, maybe not enough Ks. But um, like like you guys know, this is a part of our 80s um, horror um, series. So for me, um, the separation between horror comedies and horror um, B-movies, per se, would be produ- production value and the intent of the film. Because most things that are classic horror comedies were meant to be that in their inception. While they were being created, they wanted them to be funny. They want to have that horror aspect to them. B-movies wanted to be great movies, or they just wanted to be scary movies, but because of the lack of funding or the budget, they looked like shit, and they weren't taken seriously, so they didn't make any money, so hence the B for being bad. That's how I um, define it in my book, personally. Yeah, what about you, Garrett? Yeah, so B-movies are, the way I look at B-movies are those movies that went straight to VHS. Like They were never designed for a target audience. No one really sat down and they were like, yeah, you know what we really need to see? We need to see stop-motion spiders superimposed <laughs> over some girl getting her clothes torn off. Yes. And you're like, no, man, you didn't even want to make a movie. You just wanted to see her boobs, and yes. you figured oh. this is the best way to go about it. The Colorado Springs cosplay photographer is what we're talking about here. Oh. oh. There's an abandoned warehouse. We're just going to do some cosplay shoots and maybe some tasteful nudes. Like, bro, I've been trying to yeah. get naked since high school. You know, I got the out. And in the 80s, at least you had the, the security of a VHS. Oh, like, you know, yeah. If someone didn't find the VHS from your crappy movie, you, you know, your, your chesticles were safe from the uh, world. You know, it's... Uh, That's true. Has it always just been a backdoor way to get someone naked? Is yes. that all that filmmaking is? Yes, literally. That's all it is. And that's what separates the porn stars from the prostitutes. Is a video camera. They are sex workers, and we will call them as such, not prostitutes. Well, they're still sex, sex workers. workers, but they're unofficial sex. 
They're sex workers, but they're unprofessional. Okay, so just because... According some, to the state. No, According to the just state. because someone wants to pull someone up by their own bootstraps. Yeah. That you're you're going to come at them like that? I don't come at them. Are, are you big, big... If I pain, I will come on You them. sound a lot like big not porn. Not in them. No, no, no. Yeah. Not big porn. Not a BBC. I'm like an MBC. So so then what is an MSNBC? Yo. I'm gonna get I wanna get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me know by the end of the episode. I'm gonna get back to you, Rachel Mowdell. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What about you, Dave? What separates the two? Okay, so but you're you're saying it's funding versus knowing it's a comedy? Well, funded and intent. Okay. I would say. So then with with um, you know, these movies, I would have to agree with you on that. But I think some B movies did make their way into comedy without trying to. They were trying to be serious, much yeah. like Tommy Wiseau's The Room. But they didn't know they were making a joke movie. But everyone who watched it is laughing, and it's premiere night, and they're sitting there being like, oh, oh, shit. No, this is well, this is a story That's here. the scary part. No, it's supposed to be scary. And everyone's laughing. you got to run with it, right? And be like, yeah, it's a comedy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I don't think they meant that to be a comedy. Oh, no. I think they thought, oh, let's get as weird as we can with it. And it just came across as hokey. Well, when you're 10 and you watch it, you're terrified. (laughs) And then you get older and you're like, wow, why was I so scared of that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And there's also a lot of B-movies that were the predecessors to some really good movies and B-movies that did create their own sequels. Like There's the Sundance Studio, which was a B-movies group. And literally all they did is they were like, holy crap, we got to keep our studio afloat. Yeah. So just keep pumping shit out of this asshole. The Nicolas Cage method. Where he's yeah. just doing movie after movie because apparently he's not very good with his money. Right. Well, got to keep that Coppola house. There were some yes. great views like Trancers. Trancers made a bunch of sequels. And no, like, and the more the sequels they got, the worse that it happened. Like, the further you got from whatever, the, it was like, Transfers 52, and you're like, no, this is, um, this is something totally different. Or, and it just goes back into art. Like, you may attempt for your art to be one thing, but it's interpreted by everybody else differently. And that's what it is with these movies. Like you said, a director was like, no, this is serious horror. I know where the yeah. scares come through. There's scary concepts. I read the They script. had a vision. They had a vision. It was for horror. But then when other people see it, it was like, no, this I can't take it seriously. No, no, it's hilarious. Yeah, you made a good, funny film. So once you put your art into the world, it's for the world to tell you how they feel about it. Mm. Kind of like making a baby. You do your best, but when you put it out there, someone's going to say, this baby is shit. And it's a joke. And it's a joke. One joke you should have kept to yourself. Yeah, why did you think he was so <laughs> serious? Babies. <laughs> 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 See, there, there's reasons why I don't want to be a parent, you know, it's because... I already know that my parents were like, oh, he's going to do good. And now I'm a podcast host. Yes, you are. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Literally. Yeah. They thought I was going to be professional. Not me in 93. And I'm here talking about your MSNBC. Yes. Mini-sized. <laughs> micro snack. No. Mint scented. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Menthols. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, talking about the seriousness of B-movies that didn't quite make it and fell through, what is the fine line that these movies ride where it's horror, but it's comedy? Is there a balance there where it can genuinely scare you at times, but also give you a little chuckle? Um, I would say absolutely yes. For me, uh, one of the things we touched about on our first series when we talked about Creatures was the Gremlins film. Like, as a kid... 
totally freaked me out, scared me, because they're little monsters destroying shit, fucking up shit. But when I got older, I was like, they're actually pretty funny because they're having a good time being mischievous and problematic for the townspeople. Yeah, choo 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 Exactly. You can see them. <laughs> Knee size mischief. Knee high mischief. Yes. Like when they got the Zamboni, they breaking shit, they're playing pool, they're smoking cigarettes, they're playing cards, they're laughing. So it's like, oh, they're monsters to us, but to them, they're who they are. Yeah. They're gremlins, and this is what they're supposed to do. So is Gizmo like. Um, because, you know, they're the sinners, right? They're yeah. the ones out there living their best life. Being oh, don't make me themselves. not like Gizmo. Is Gizmo the white savior? No, he's like, um... Ah, he's, fuck, he's like Randy <laughs> from the recess. He's like almost low-key the narc. He has an arc. Like, he's like, no, we shouldn't be doing that, guys. This is Finster. This is Finster. Oh, shit. Damn it. But I still respect Gizmo, but yes. Yeah, because you have to respect the law. He's a stick in the mud. You got to respect no, the, fuck, law. Fuck the law. We Gizmo this, is the man. No, we're going to throw this tea in the heart. Oh, yeah, baby. no. Gizmo was there shit. in Berlin saying, keep the wall up, baby. But walls do keep out monsters. Matt Damien taught me that in the wall movie. Okay, yeah. I know you're... Mm. Did you not see it? And how that white man saved China? <laughs> <laughs> if it was not for him and his special set of skills... Well, let's know. be honest, it wasn't just a white man. It was Matt Damien. Matt Damien. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta take a moment here, listeners, and um, really just... <laughs> really just thank, thank all of the white saviors in movies across our, our generations. Gizmo, Matt Damon. Thank you, Gizmo. Nicolas Cage in any movie he's in. Not Face Off. Yeah, Face Off. No, he took the face off. They all took faces off. So, a movie that genuinely scares you but makes you chuckle, for you it's Gremlins. Is, is there any movie that resonates from that time period with you now? Like, what, Is there another one that gets in bed and while it's scaring you also gives you a bit of a tug? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> any, well, I guess... Well, not to uh, not to talk about the movies per se, because we just talked about him last po- uh, uh, podcast episode with the other slashes. But for example, Freddy, he went from being a serious serial killer in the first film, but after the second one, he became the punchline king. He became Mister Joke, and ever since then, that's what his character has been known for: are the punchline, the corny puns, whether you like them or not. He had a sense of humor to him. So I want to consider the Nightmare on M Street movies horror comedies at all. They still very much. I'd say a couple of them, maybe. A couple of them, definitely. But for the for overall speaking, um, nah. But for me, Freddie jokes always hit. And that's one of the reasons I could watch them at night and not be and not be too petrified with going to sleep. Because I know I'm going to laugh most of, most of the time. But then there are those moments like, oh shit, this motherfucker's really killing, killing these kids. <laughs> that shit's fucking scary as hell. It's the moment when you're like, oh, Captain Hook is, uh, you know, he, he's laughable. They realize he actually does want to kill those kids. Like yeah. he, he he actually he actually has murder on the mind. Well, the Freddy <laughs> the Freddy's Nightmares. Did you ever guys ever watch that? The TV series. The TV series. No, I didn't realize I mean, it was a thing until I was like, yeah. Young, uh, I older. mean, that crosses the line straight into horror comedy. Yeah. Because it starts off and it's got such good intricate individual plots on each one. Like, I love serial stuff. I, I can watch movies, but if I, you give me a show that's just a bunch of anthology shows, <laughs> yes. I'll watch it until. You know, someone realizes that I'm still in my house like two weeks later. Like, you know you haven't been to work in a while, right? Like, oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, but dude, come on, man. Like, young Pierce Bronson's in this one. This is weird. This <laughs> like, is fucking weird. Like, oh, shit, that smell is me. 
Uh, so, so other than Freddy's Nightmares, are there any movies from that era that hit you with that horror? Like, it may give you a good scare, but then there's like an irreverent joke that catches you off guard. All right, you guys are probably going to be really uncomfortable by this. Oh, no! <laughs> but the movie that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, obviously everyone, The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, like, no, that no. That movie scared the shit out of me. That's and fine. then I was watching it as an older, like as a as a person that's not <laughs> as a fully realized character. Yeah, that's not like <laughs> six years old walking across the living room and their dad's like, "I'm watching The Exorcist. I don't care about anyone in my house. Yeah. I love this movie. I paid to be. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh like, no. <laughs> I was watching it when I got older, and I'm I'm just like, why why was this so scary? Like I just I couldn't stop laughing anytime like the demon talked. She was like, "Your mother sucks cocks and hells," and I was like. Ah! <laughs> Looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, but I think that's one of those things, right? Because it was so scary when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go back and you're like, oh, well, that's kind of funny. And we, we talked about it before Pennywise and the original It um, TV series, yes. which came out in 90, but was technically filmed in 89. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to count that one. I'm going to put it in there. Asterisk. Because that Tim Curry Pennywise, I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's a clown. I'm saying it's supposed to scare the kids. I think it's fucking funny. Yeah. He's in there. Richie is coming back to the library as an adult, and he's hanging on banisters. He's like just doing stupid gags. Yeah, he's jerking off in the middle of the library. I'm like, this guy gets it. Yo. What, you? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch the. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the original. Um, so Dan's like, I just cannot wait to jerk I'll, off in the library. Listen, Yo. listen. As someone who went to a school that was decently strict and had a very jerk offable library, I'll just tell you that right now. Glass wall, glass, just glass windows everywhere. Nancy Drews did it for you? No, uh, Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's right there. It, it's literally in the name. No Encyclopedia Brown. The Hard D Boys. Oh, because they're it's their dicks. They're hard. That's the D. That's the D. We don't touch kids. We don't touch kids. Word. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> with these movies, <laughs> um, I have a disclaimer for everybody. I know, yeah, yeah. We gotta CYB, cover your base. Exactly, we don't kick kittens either. Well, some cats can be a little dickish, and I don't kick him. But when when Murphy's being a piece of Are shit, you foot scoop? I, I, I give him I give him a little tap with my toe. Word, okay, that's why. And then he bites it, and then I scream. Do you scream? When a cat bites me? I don't know what your kinks are. So with these movies... Um, <laughs> For the record, he never confirmed nor to die. In these movies, it's really easy to um, <laughs> not hit the mark with your jokes and sometimes go too hokey to where any any scare you were trying to do is dumb. Mm. Where, where do you all see that in these movies? Well, I can't think of one off, off the top. What about you? Teen Wolf. Word. Which ones? I mean, no, I mean, like, which joke specifically? It's it's the whole movie. It's Michael oh, J. Whoa, Fox. Listen, whoa, whoa. and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Okay. I enjoy it. All right. There's no element of fear for me. And that's why it's a horror comedy, per se. Like, they knew it was supposed to be funny. Did they? Yeah. Or was it, like, in editing, they're like, oh. Bro, he was a wolf in high school with a headband. <laughs> no way they thought it was going to be taken seriously. Playing basketball was the main point of that movie. <laughs> Nobody is like, I cannot wait to have my horror villain. Just shoot a three-pointer. <laughs> I'm so excited. Now you say <laughs> everyone's that, gonna shit themselves. If there was an all-star <laughs> game with you know Freddie's got his team, Jason's got his team, 
nightmares. Michael's there and he's just reffing. Who would man. you put on that team? Oh man, I, that's something I have to think about. Because Gizmo's gonna be in there somewhere, oh, and then someone's Gizmo gonna be like, "I ain't seen nothing in no rule book about no Mogwai playing baseball or basketball." Uh, I guess he, I guess we gotta let him play. I guess I guess you know. We were discriminating. Yo, the hatred was in all of our hearts. It is the fine print, but uh, <laughs> Team Wolf, though, I love why I love that movie is like first and foremost, he turns into a wolf. That was dope. But then he was on top of the car surfing. What was he listening to? The Beach Boys or some shit like that? <laughs> he did the bat flip. He's all like, yeah. He was like the coolest kid in school. But he was also a whole monster. And then like he had the one dude was like, does nobody see a problem with this? He's a fucking <laughs> werewolf. This is not okay. Nah, nah, nah. He's our werewolf. He's cool. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, there's no way that was ever going to be seen as a horror movie. And he got the and he got the coochie. He smashed the prick. <laughs> he smashed the bitchy cheerleader. And all of us outcasts and nerds and geeks were like, yes! Make her howl! Do that shit! <laughs> Is this where furries came from? Probably. No, that came from America and our... And <laughs> I'm our inability. different sides, yeah. <laughs> no, it comes from America and our inability from- to say no to shit, and we have too much luxuries and freedoms in this country, so people think they just could do this because they don't have to fend for food and worry about where their next meal is coming from. No, so we have too much time for imagination. It's a matter of a, it's a matter of <laughs> Teen Wolf plus Amazon <laughs> plus um, you know the sports characters, the uh, mascots. Mascots, yeah. Oh, I won't argue with that. Someone either. just had too many mascot costumes sitting around. And they're like, you know what? It'd be kind of cool if we like oh, yeah. did something. And, like you, and you know, thankfully for for you and I, our mascot did not look sexy at all. Do we even have a mascot? It was the Titan. Remember, it was Dar. Oh, dude. Dar? Oh. Yeah. So he had no penis or any type of nipples, like Wait. Attack on Titan. Those type gross, of man. Like <laughs> now, now it sounds like it's like terrible image of like the the fucking weird Titan dude. It was. And then, like, the body <laughs> was wrong, and the head was like a little yeah. too big. The body was wrong. The head was wrong, and then like the guy who was inside of it, his legs were like fucking pencils, literally pencils. <laughs> so it was like this big muscular Titan with little tiny yeah, legs. Just, just little, the smallest little legs you ever did see. That was an eighties. That was an eighties B horror movie. Could like you imagine that. if that was their if that was a monster, or that's what did it for someone? God damn it, those pencil legs. That big ass head and your body that's. What is it? So he was built like Doodle Bob? Doodle Bob had it going on. Titan did not. (laughs) (laughs) See, Doodle Bob is probably the closest representation. (laughs) You know, uh, so. Long the sound of our school's cries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, TCA eat your heart out. This is what you churned out. (laughs) Right? Congratulations. You are the winner. This is the product of of your, your influence. Mr. Peninga was the only hero there. Uh, I got Mr. Peninga. He left before I got there. Ah. So, uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf straight comedy. There's another movie that's just a comedy, and you got you got to take it as such. But its predecessor wasn't. I'm talking about Evil Dead 2. Mm. Okay, Evil Dead 2 is definitely a comedy. It, when his hand gets possessed, <laughs> it's, it's not scary. It's just, it's so many jokes that... People who watched the first Evil Dead were like, okay, there was, there was a little funny there. There's a little, little ha-ha. And then you get the second one where they're like, here comes the horror. And you get, you get you know, Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell. Word. But God rest Bruce Campbell's soul. Rest in peace, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I, I thought he He's not dead. He, just, okay. he has to sleep like everyone else, Kelsey. Okay, I'm just making sure, like, yo, I missed that. As far as I know, he spends his time just watching me. I have his picture right above my bed. Well, if we're going to talk about Evil Dead, then we've got to talk about that Sam Raimi is the king of horror comedy. Mm. 
that man, every horror movie that he makes is legitimately scary. And there's such an element that you can see. Like, have you ever watched any of the documentaries of what he makes? No, I'll get into it. So, like, in Evil Dead 2, for example, (laughs) when they're shooting the gun out the window... That's a gun firing live rounds because they couldn't afford to buy blanks. Whoa, whoa. So blanks <laughs> cost more than live rounds? Well, no. They just didn't have any money. And I guess they oh, had okay. some 12-gauge shells oh, laying around. Okay, I got you. In that scene, like, they're, they're trying to figure out a way to like <laughs> shoot the gun without killing a cast member. <laughs> come on, now, come on, now, I've, I've part, said it once. I'll say it again. This is why you hire twins. <laughs> hey, my kids are twins. <laughs> That is not the career I want them to set up for. <laughs> one has the gun, the other one is in the distance. There are five that shit happens every day anyway. <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, it's just traveling. You're like, no, 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 no. God, no. It's a whole knife. So, so they're, they're using live rounds and it's just. Yeah, and that's when like you know Bruce Campbell has his eyes all glossed over because he's, you know, infected or whatever. So he can't fucking see. And he's shooting a shotgun out a window into just the air. And like there's so much shit going on during those so productions. Great. It's so 80s. It's so 80s because yeah. it's like. <laughs> Try not to get hit. <laughs> and go. Unions, we don't have unions here. This is a horror that, movie set, <laughs> sir. Listen, if Kubrick can do it, we can do it. You know? Right? Like, uh, even in the movie uh, Drag Me to Hell. So, yeah. if you listen to his commentary, like, he is so obsessed with doing the weirdest thing that he can possibly do. Like, the scene where the witch is puking on the girl mm-hmm. and all that stuff. He's like, I just wanted to see what all I could get away with. So, I had him throwing <laughs> up, like, coffee grounds and maggots and dirt and bugs and live beetles. And you're like, what is wrong with you? No, no, no. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, it's yeah, phenomenal. Let me, let me just say, I get it. If, if you give me a budget, some actors, mm. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what, what I can put on screen. Oh, you're going to be a Michael Bay? No, 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 no. Michael Bay just wants things to explode, including himself. I think he's done with everything. I want, <laughs> I want to be like, okay, so here's a weird scene. How weird? We'll just... You know, read, read the lines as you think they should go. And uh, I'm putting the yogurt where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking to my agent? You gotta have fun with it, right? Yes. And that's the whole thing about a good horror comedy. Exactly. They have fun with it. They don't take themselves no. too seriously for mm-hmm. the most part, but just serious enough. They're like, all right, let me get some actual jokes in here. So you right, have rewatchability right. for the right re- reasons. So what are some other ones that you want to talk about today, Kels? Um... Then we also have, like, low-key, a classic, both horror comedy and musical, which is Little Shops of Horror. Yes! <laughs> okay, yeah. And just touch upon that just a little bit. It's like, what made it scary, we all know, was a giant-ass talking... Seymour! Venus Flytrap that ate motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, what about that stood out to you? And, you know, obviously, Plants Eating You is terrified until you get to Mark Wahlberg's The Happening, in which case, it's just garbage. Well, just, like... Even with that movie, you can feel bad for um, the plant. Like, it just wanted um, Seymour to care about it like he did when he was little. But then he found a woman and he lost that intention. The person he cared about the most or she cared about the most in her life was gone. So there's a personal story there. Like, some people could relate to when you have somebody in your life that beats somebody else. You lose that time with them. But also that's part of growing up. You see that happening most when you're, like, younger. Like, oh, my friend started dating a girl. Now me and my friend. Audrey, too. Audrey, too, oh. yes. 
we can't be best friends anymore because of girl. But then you grow up and realize that's how life goes on. It's just even more frustrating when you are actual adults and people still have that type of mentality, which is like, that's even more scary because like, be mature. You can't just have somebody to yourself. That's not how the world works. And plus, we have the dope-ass songs and the musical numbers. So it was all good. And for some people out there, musicals are always scary to them. So if you don't like musicals, you watch that movie. It's Steve Martin as the dentist. Oh, shit, he was. With that, with that dyed black hair. Yes. And his, <laughs> uh, his whole thing about how he loves inflicting pain and... That, as a kid, you're like, well, of course, he's a dentist. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll say this. It just drives that fear of going to the dentist. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's all I got for that. I mean, Little Shop of Horrors, though, I did like how they had two endings for it. So they had the one that they eventually you know, they released it with where the plant dies and everyone's happy. And then the original ending where the guy was like, yeah, fuck all of you. Little Audrey 2 becomes Audrey 5 million. Yeah. And <laughs> eats the entire planet. <laughs> it's just the best thing on the planet. Like, I wish I had a Mario Brother for situation <laughs> no 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 see that's how that movie starts oh, little shop of horrors is a super prequel. mario brother prequel Pre- yeah that makes all this it's like how prometheus or prometheus was a uh backdoor alien prequel yes yeah that was a loose that was not a loose fun movie, movie. yeah it, it wanted to be at like, times it had potential too it's like i knew what you're trying to do but y'all just it tried so hard it, it was like watching you know my kid try to make a pancake i'm like dude you're so close you're so close. Like, <laughs> fuck. Like you got it in the pan. You got it in the pan. Like At least it's, can you flip it? It's That's, almost like that Godzilla movie. Like it's you, burning. It's burning. You gave us Godzilla, like, the last 20 minutes, a lot of Brian Craston. If it's an alien prequel, give us fucking aliens. You still got the humans. Right, don't we, have the aliens pop up at the end. we don't even get the alien. We get the burnt Pro- pancake. And I'm sorry, <laughs> maybe one day your kid will be good. We get the, yeah, they'll, they'll grow up fine. They'll listen to this one day and they'll be like, they'll listen to this one day and be like, oh, oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> and you're here. You're just in a rocking chair eating pancakes that they made for you. <laughs> right? And that's when they'll let you know. Like, how do they taste, Dad? Well, say it's good. It's about three spoonfuls of Metamucil there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, son, I can't wait. I gotta get all this in now. I haven't had a bowel move in five days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but in that movie, and we're, we're, we're kind of getting off track because that is not an alien, or not, not an 80s movie, but in that movie... Well, Aliens is an 80s movie. Sure, but Prometheus is I know, but I'm giving us some, I'm giving us some loopholes here, right? I'm a finance guy. All I <laughs> yeah. do is I'm like, you want to do something slightly wrong. illegal? All right, let's figure it out. Let's find a way, you know? And God, what a, what a, what a beautiful way to live. <laughs> you want to do something illegal? Let's finagle it. Exactly. That's what they're there for. No. Oh. That's why they're holes in things. The lights? No, 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 no. Those are called their nostrils. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, yes. And we need them much like we need a hole in the head. We have several. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Without this, you can't do much. I feel super useful right now. Yeah! (laughs) See? (laughs) I need these holes in my head. Otherwise, I couldn't smell, I couldn't eat, I couldn't hear. Everything has a purpose in life. Well, I don't know. C-SPAN's still around. It has a purpose. Unless you know there's shittier shit on TV. Randy Quaid is still around. Yo, don't do that to Randy. He said this from the aliens. Uh, did he? Yeah. Did he know he was in a movie? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He still <laughs> saved us. Really? He was on screen. Like, like, shit. We were just like, Randy, you got to save us. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, goddamn right I do. He was like, yeah. Am I in a real plane? And like, yes, yes, yes you are. Yes, yes. You are very much so in a real plane. That guy looks like Will Smith. Total coincidence. Yes. 
Total I'm fucking crazy. crazy. How that works? They say his name was Will Smith. I'm like, yeah, some people have the same names, man. My cousin's name George Washington. Like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> All right, getting us right back on point because as much as I want to dunk on Randy Quaid for the rest of my life, it's it's almost too easy, you know. Yes. So you you were saying you watched They Live this last week? Oh, I've watched They Live like almost every year as a tradition. Okay, so for those who don't know what They Live is, or if they are alive, what what, what, what is that? <laughs> so They Live is one of the most like perfect '80s horror comedy gems that have ever existed, because it came out during the Reagan era. So one, John Carpenter was like, "I want to make a horror movie," and two, he was like, "I want to show you how fucking dumb your consumerism bullshit is." Oh yeah. And the whole movie is about uh, it's Rodney Piper. So he's you know this famous wrestler. The wrestler. Every, yeah, the wrestler. Oh, the actor? Like, like John Carpenter's like, we're going to cash in big. We oh, got yeah. we got Piper. We're going to cash in big. Right. And nobody went and saw this movie because the whole, <laughs> right. the whole premise is like he finds these glasses and they're part of the resistance. And like when you yeah. put them on, you see all the billboards are just this monochromatic. It's like consume. Oh, and then like in mm. the money says like, this is your God. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, the faces when he looks oh, at them, and there's all these aliens Ooh. hiding around and they look like normal people. He puts on the glasses. Their faces are all fucked up. Now, the now, reptilians. If he were to come here and do two things, what would you say that is? Oh, well, I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble there gum. It that's is. where that phrase that's comes where from? That's where that's from. Yeah. Oh, shit. And yeah. I saw a meme the other day that made me about die. So it was like, I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And all I've got is bubble gum because I'm a fucking coward. <laughs> Live your truth. <laughs> Hashtag Proud Boys. <laughs> but John Garford has like made such a great movie about, you know, bashing us for our consumerism. Right in our faces. Just oh. so blatant about it. And then at the very end, he's like, okay, well, I guess I better make this seem like a normal horror movie where we get to fight people. And then he's like, you know what? You know what we're missing? What? A portal. Ah. <laughs> like, it's the right there. It's, yeah. just, it's just right there in the news station where they're broadcasting the signal to keep everybody asleep. <laughs> and it's just like a constant compounding of like, I hate the media. <laughs> right. And the media is the source of all the evil. That's why the portal's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, you know, you, you haven't seen it, but you no, really I, should check it out. No, I, just re- I, I just wrote it down, so I'm, I'm playing on it. You got to check it out. It just, I showed it to my fiance finally, and like we were watching it, and she was just, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> I was like, well, right. it is. <laughs> and like, um, who's the guy who plays opposite him? The other guy gets glasses. <sighs> Because he fights him until he puts the glasses on and is like, right. it's oh, like, sorry. It's like the stupidest long out, like drawn out fight scene because it's another, he's a black actor. Oh, it's wrestler. Keith David. From, um, Keith David. Elroy Bikashnik from Oh, Bikashnik. shit. Yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. 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 Voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I was listening the to president from Rick and Morty. Yes. yes. He does the voice on Woke. He, whoa. I yeah. love his voice. Yes. Which is probably the best thing about watching the movie after watching Rick and Morty because all of a sudden you're like, why is the president of the United States here? <laughs> Oh, he did voice the president. He, yes, he did. And yeah. Why is he fighting Rodney <laughs> Piper for an excruciatingly long period of time? But <laughs> they're still fighting. Like what the fuck? <laughs> and then finally, when he gets the glasses on, he's like, "Oh, my bad." You know what? This is totally bogus. I see what you were doing now, and I understand. I get it. I get it. It was supposed to be a horror horror film. Kind of you know, right. Like, like I think you know. 
thinking about the concept of it, like, yeah, it's definitely very scary, definitely very 80s, because you had the Cold War going right, on. Right, right, right. whole mentality was, ah, oh, Russia's sending us mind waves, and we're going to be communist slaves or something. Uh, I mean, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I mean, how do we know it doesn't work if we don't try it? I'm saying, right? I'm just saying. I'm saying. Commie kills? Oh, um... Russian <laughs> Rojas. Ruski Rojas. Ruski Rojas. Rojas. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's you, sir. Uh, what do we do when the cat's away? <laughs> we rush. We rush. We rush. Very good, guys. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Ah, very good, yes. Um, <laughs> I made some borscht. Well, and like, the, the, you know, I, I think it's supposed to be one of those ones you do find funny, but if you look at the gas station burrito too long, you're going to get a little sick. Yeah. You know, looking at the, the, the consumerism of it all, the way that... Yeah, we, we let them take over. We let them oh. infiltrate and, you know, influence us. We Not the Russians, it. the aliens, and, and the, you know, eat, sleep, die. Right. Eat, sleep, reproduce. That's it. Uh, <laughs> good time. Man, I know, yeah. I, I just made myself a little sad holding this Pepsi Cola. I know. Well, at least we, at least we bought at a local restaurant. Yes. That's independently owned. And, and what restaurant is that? Well, that is our friends over at the Hearts of Jerusalem. Fucking they great have mm, some of the best food on the planet. Free sponsorship. Check yep. them out, guys. And you know yep. what? Shawarma. Shawarma's delicious. It's not just for Tony Stark. It's not, yeah. yeah. Real, you know, actually, that was almost a thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost a thing. Wait. That's... Because when Tony Stark did the whole Shawarma, have you heard it? Then that motherfucker Barry Allen, Barry Allen was like, brunch, what's the deal with brunch? They tried to Shawarma brunch in the Justice League. Did you see League. how they did that? Oh. Yeah, you see how they tried to do that? It's because Justice League is like the really bad, like, it's like the B student trying to copy out the A student, <laughs> but they can't really read very well. So they're just going off of whatever they think they see. It's yeah. like when you try to watch your kid make a pancake. <laughs> Sorry. Making pancakes, making, making pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> wow, we are just all over the place on this one today, huh? Uh, you know what? It's our show. Yeah. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. I guess. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Kelsey, 80s, right? Yeah. Goonies, yeah? Yeah. Fuck the Goonies. Why? We don't touch kids. Ah, uh, okay. What is your phrase? I hate the Goonies. Word, your choice. I've never seen a movie in its entirety, so I'm... You know what movie I would watch a million times over instead of The Goonies? And what would that be, Daniel? Oh, you know what it is. I bring in The Mummy. I bring in Frankenstein. Your mummy is nice as fuck, by the way. I really don't like the way you're saying that. Yeah, I know you're saying my mom is nice because you know her, but I don't like that you called her my mummy. Mama? Mama? Nope, hate it. Nope, this is is quickly making me uncomfortable. (laughs) I would bring in The Mummy. The Mummy? I'd bring in Dracula. Dracula. Frankenstein's monster. Even though everyone calls him Frankenstein, that's not who it is. Yeah, it's disrespectful. He needs a name at some point in time. And I would also, myself, join forces and have adventures with the Monster Squad. But also there's the Wolfman. Is there? Yeah, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's right. He wasn't even black. He was actually... Argentinian. It's like how I grew up in, not, <laughs> you know, like a pretty bad neighborhood, but there was white people. There were, you yeah, know, white black people. There were brown people. Yeah. Just because you're from the Black Lagoon doesn't mean you have to be black. But they treated him like They one. really did. Yeah, they yeah. ostracized the fuck out of him. Yeah, they're like... Loki, that was like my favorite classic monster, too. Excuse me, uh, what, what, what was your zip code again? 
Oh, man, sorry. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're busy. <laughs> we're actually all full. Sorry about that. But why do you fuck with the Monster Squad, though, Daniel? Like, it encapsulates what I wanted as a kid. You want adventure, but you want to have a little bit of terror. Yes, it was like the cool, edgy Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a cool, edgy guy. In fact, I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt right now. So, yeah, take that as you will. Mm. But the Monster Squad was just... It hit the points where, as a kid, you could have a little bit of scared. Yes. But the jokes, man. The jokes were 80s and perfect for that, I'm just a kid, and I don't give an F about nothing. Yeah, man. And also, it took a ragtag group of nerds. Of nerds! Where they used their nerdness to save the day with their knowledge of horror films. Like, that cliche is like, everything people make fun of me about is going to make me the hero. And they were the hero, and it was cool. And it once again shows the importance of being a virgin. How come? Okay. <laughs> or maybe like, not being a virgin is a good thing because if they can't complete any of the rituals if there's no virgins to be sacrificed. In retrospect. Well, then what's great? <laughs> okay. Let's also throw in there. They were kids. Exactly. And I, I know, I, I know, I know. In the eighties, all these kids are around fucking in treehouses and sewers and wherever else a killer might be. That is true. But Monster Squad wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. No, no. they but made it point because nobody was having sex. No one That's was having sex. <laughs> these kids were just being spooky, dressed in kabuki. In other words, that I can't rhyme with that because they're racial slurs. Ooky. Um, there it is. Ooky. Oh. You drop the mm. nope. <laughs> You know, folks, it's hard some days. And when Come it's in. not, there's appeal. No sponsorship, but I'm just joking. Go ahead. Uh, Garrett, have you ever seen Monster Squad? I have not. <laughs> I need to see it. It's definitely one, especially, you know, with your kids. I'd say, you know, it's, it's, it's family friendly. Now, it is an 80s movie with kids. So, you know, even with the Goonies, you had them. A little swear here, a little swear there. It was a different time. Man. It was a whole I have watched time, a bunch of shows that I thought were totally cool for me to watch as a kid with my kids. <laughs> and then now, you know, my kids watch Pinocchio and now they're running around saying jackass. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who wins, who loses. Disney wins. Disney we wins. lose money. It's. Well, a we we lose jackass. our pride. <laughs> Once a Power Ranger. Always a Ranger. Same thing with jackasses. Made the power protection. And also, what I like about Monster Squad, even like the cool, edgier, edgiest teens in town was still low-key a nerd, too. That's why he fucked with him. I'm like, dude, some nerds, but I fucks with it, too, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna hate yeah. you for it. No. It was better because in the Goonies, you got the obvious classes system. Yes. And yeah, there's a little bit of Horror, which I mean, ugh. I won't even call it horror. I say more suspense. Sure, but like, looking ah! back, looking back, the thing they were trying to make us scared of at the beginning was sloth. Yeah, that's kind of it's pretty fucked up when you look back on it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely not a movie that he you just should, wanted uh, to be Superman, he, but he was Bizarro. And yeah, and his mom kept dropping him on the ground. I told, yeah, I, I, mm. <laughs> that's why you throw Mama from the train. Oh, Same actress. For real? Yeah. Yeah. She looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Bet she bounced. But you know what they didn't do in Monster Squad? What was that? Have a differently abled person be the villain or someone to be afraid of. Because who are the differently abled? The werewolf. Yeah. The mummy. Dracula. All of them. All of them. Yes. Except for the creature from the Black Lagoon. He sits in the back. Yeah, um, he does. <laughs> Literally. 
He yeah, literally like that at least three times. He's like pops out sewer here and there, and he's just at the end. Like, oh yeah, I was here the yeah. whole time as well. So Monster Squad, in my opinion, much better movie. It doesn't punch down, even with the nerds. They, they, they get shit done. So can I make this allegory here? So is, is the uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, is he like the libertarians in every election? Oh. That just show up at the end and they're like, I was here, I was here. And someone's like, no, yeah, I saw that guy. I, I saw that guy. I'm a monster too. I am a monster too. And they're like, you're just wet. You're just wet. Being moist isn't scary. Saying moist is more scary than being moist. Yeah, what do you, what's your power? What do you do? You slip and you slide. I have fins and claws. So does this carp. Like, if we're, we're on a body of water, I could, like, drown. Oh, them. you're the Aquaman of the group. You're Literally, useless. yes. You're useless. Uh, but yeah, when we go make, to a beach... You can make your bread soggy, all right? Exactly. Okay. Don't ask me when you want some calamari. Moist, uh, moist from uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along yes. blog has, has more... Powers than Creature from the Black Lagoon. Creature from the Black Lagoon is the deep, but not even as good as the deep. Yo. <laughs> Talk That's, that shit when you find me in Florida, though. <laughs> why would I go to Florida? Because I'm the Florida man. That's why I stay away from Florida. Yeah. yeah. No that's, better. That's not a good superhero, man. No. Because <laughs> when you come here into the Rockies. Well, even when you're in your own natural habitat and you're like, I'm the Florida man. Everyone's like, cool, if you could stay over there. That'd be yeah. Hey, hey, listen, man. You seem like the kind of guy who hasn't worn a mask this whole time. Right. I'm just going to say. What for? It's Florida, baby. We don't get sick down. He's here. out there licking doorknobs. Just <laughs> licking doorknobs, going to the old people's folks. Like, ah. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're, we're coming here to the end of the episode. But uh, did you have any honorable mentions you wanted to do? Well, if we're going to do honorable mentions, there's no more honorable mention than the OG, like the creme de la creme. I guess it's best that we didn't talk too much about it because we all know this movie. It's is it the one that royalty. makes you feel good? Yes, it is. Well, who are you going to call then? Ghostbusters. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell I'm not yeah. going to get the song because we don't own the rights. And, we're not. and that's legally all that we can do. That's it. You, you can fill in the breast. Do, 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 do. Yeah, was that the same song? Doesn't know. Kelsey did it, not me. Know. Ghost? I the like, clan? No, how to pause it for legal Is it purposes. like... No, them Coneheads. No, Coneheads was the other one with, um... Yeah, I didn't Wait, they got the model for it, though. Oh, and they mm. were white. Original Aliens, man. Original Aliens. That's a History Channel show. I know. That's that the Aliens didn't build the pyramids. They just created all the Ku Klux Klan races. Yeah, okay. Yeah, awesome. We know how you aliens are. They Not were... you aliens, sorry. No. no, to those listening on the airwaves, Jesus, this one's getting away from me. <laughs> This one is this one is getting away from me. Yo, all right. So Ghostbusters <laughs> Uno and Dos. Because I what first I like, one we got. Busted makes me feel good. Yeah, and the second one we got All on Our Own by uh, Bobby Brown. Yes. Too hot too to handle, handle, too cold to hold. And that's all we can say. Exactly. That's legally all we can do. But what I love about it too, because in the poster for Ghostbusters 2, the ghost put up a peace sign. Oh, yeah. Because it was just a peace sign. It's also the number two. How come everyone's on Slimer's dick? I don't know. Slimer's not even that cool. Why is Slime always on your dick? <laughs> uh, hey, listeners, uh, for more information on why Slime's on my dick, go ahead and slide into those DMs. And, you know, um, Obamacare is still a thing. You can get that covered. <laughs> <laughs> or uncovered. You know, I got an email about that today. See? Uh, They're looking out for you. Well, they're looking at me. Word. Yeah. yeah, if you want to be Slimer, you can be Slimer. I'm not Slimer. I'm just saying you got a whole Nickelodeon situation going down there, man. 
Slime time because the green. Because I'm gacking. Ah, you're yakking for reals. Family, family double dare. <laughs> that is not a whole category these days on Pornhub. Not necessarily wrong. Back to the '80s. When it's it's more like family <laughs> double stack, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't click. I just see a lot of things. <laughs> you don't play the Russian roulette where you hit shuffle and just see how long it takes you to, to get there. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> Ghostbusters one, we see the established. Here's the thing: Ghostbusters one has the best opening of any movie of that time. Especially if you don't know what the movie is. It starts off with the ghost in the library. You're already in it. It's established. Here they come to save the day. What stood out about, like, when did you guys see Ghostbusters? When was that, like, an actual memory in your mind? Because I know as a kid, you kind of catch glimpses here and there. And you know, oh, one time at a cousin's house, I may have seen this. Maybe. My first memory of Ghostbusters was Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Ditto. And it was the River of Slime underneath the New York City. Yes! That was the... I don't know. It probably wasn't the same day, but in my small mind, this is how the events correlate up. I saw the Ghostbusters 2 with the River of Slime, and then I saw Volcano... With the river of lava oh, melting shit. the you know the guy on the train like yeah he's like, I'm, a, I'm the savior I'm gonna walk this baby ah! right, like what are you doing like just jump it's not moving that fast for real, like do a combat roll he's a no slow descent but so anyway <laughs> so the river of slime with you know what was the who, who was the villain in the second one was it it was the it Baron was a, it was an Ivan Drago but it was like it was close it was like yeah. oh, Ivan Ooze. Uh, yeah. Even though that was ooze. That was a terrible movie. <laughs> it was like Ivan Dan Peller. Uh... Find out about Beagle, the master evil. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. Oh. It is legal. It is actually legal. It's about they right. have a whole business for it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they got with the Better Business Bureau and they, they're going to let them keep doing this? Now, Garrett, you said if they want to do something illegal, you can help. <laughs> well, that just, you know, puts me in a weird spot. Doesn't it? Because yeah. a, a, a guy did a whole rap about it not being legal for you to battle his boys. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that a plot in the second one, how they were trying to get him shut down legally because they had radioactive waste yeah, in yeah. the city limits? And then, no, that was still the first one. That was still the first one. It, it was all the nuclear reactors. Yeah, it was like, no, we got to shut this down. And, like, the bad guy was literally like the EPA. He was like, holy crap, you're going to blow up my city. It's basically <laughs> Aaron Brockovich, but with ghosts. Instead of She's coming after PG&E, and the Ghostbusters are coming after the EPA. <laughs> Yo, but like, uh... Well, no, they're, the, they're PG&E. The mayor is the, is the EPA coming she's, in. She's, so, so the mayor's Aaron Brockovich. The mayor's Aaron Brockovich. Holy shit. <laughs> the yeah, mayor's the one that's like, uh, my city's already pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, can this we not, like, guys? This is like <laughs> New York in the 80s. Mutant adolescent turtle men running around. Jason walking around in yeah. Manhattan and shit. Yeah, can we just give it a break? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, cool. Like, the ghosts, you know, they've been here for a while. It's totally fine. Your nuclear reactor is pretty worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I've heard about the Soviets. <laughs> Listen, man, we're just... It's it, somewhere it, around here. That was Market. his version of 2020 where he's like, we'll come back to it next year. Tell you what, we'll come back to <laughs> it Apollo next year. Apollo Creed just died. <laughs> <laughs> we're in shambles here in America. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that all this is in the same universe under the same mayor serving those terms. And he's no. just like, no. So was he there too when the Predator came fucking with Danny Glover? <laughs> oh, I believe he was there. 
Got Jamaica sinking up in the Queens and shit. Dude, that was probably Just why he was so naked. against the nuclear bomb because the predator took off. Didn't he set off the bomb in the city? The subway, yeah. Yeah, yeah he sense. set up in the subway. So the mayor was like, "I've seen this fucking story. <laughs> there is something green and it's glowing. And I know it comes after that." The king goes. And the Ghostbusters are like, "That's great, but oh, Daddy needs a check." Because in afterlife, <laughs> the Ghostbusters aren't there anymore either. You think they got defunded? Oh shit! They, they got had, defunded. They had to. Oh, we don't we don't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but but then uh, there's gonna be someone who I'm guessing will be Paul Rudd's character who'd be like, see, the world needs Ghostbusters. Although no, because even in this one they let Slimer out a third time. We see in the trailer. Why is everyone on Slimer's dick? Why does Slimer matter so much? Let him run free. Let him run free. Exactly. Stop Let catching him. You know he doesn't. Oh, it's some Princess Peach shit. Yeah, maybe he wants to be caught. Oh, and he's trying to find his like you know his hero. He's like he's like who's gonna be my hero? Here I am, come catch me! I'm not moving too fast. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like all right, I'll go for the easy kill. I need a win today. So speaking of another character that I don't understand why everyone is on their dick, let's switch gears real quick before we get to the end because I cannot for the life of me understand people's love for Beetlejuice. Not the movie, the character. I don't get it. I love the cartoon, but I knew the sure. cartoon in they the 90s before the movie. everything. But once again, it's one of those horror comedies, and it's Tim Burton. So he has his own cult following of individuals that find that appealing aesthetically. I don't get it. But I mean, I understand know. rooting for Alec Baldwin and uh, who was who, who played Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah, mm-hmm. root for them. He, well, they were such good, good characters. Well thought yes. out. Well thought out. I mean, I. Even when I was a kid, I was like, those are the heroes. Those are the heroes. Like, there's so very few movies where you watch it, and it's just, there's no black and white, there's no gray, it's just, they're heroes. Yeah. And then Beetlejuice, you're like, there's nothing fucking good about it. You're a shitbag, sir. (laughs) You literally, even everyone else in the underworld hates you. It's like we said earlier, and this is a whole different conversation, if everyone on Earth fucking hates you, and is against you, Maybe it's time to pack it up and get out of town. Maybe it's like the Deadpool thing, because most of the mercs and other villains don't like Deadpool. Most of their heroes don't like Deadpool either. So Deadpool kind of just has to... I wouldn't say the other mercs don't like Deadpool. I would say maybe Mm -hmm. people don't like Deadpool. I think they just like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, The comics were really good for a while. It's kind of dropped off a little bit, but that's not the point. Deadpool has redeeming qualities. You know who doesn't? Fucking Beetlejuice. True. Yeah, He's uh, what's his main goal? Oh, I probably can't. to shit in a bag, light it on fire, and throw it through your window. No, his main goal was to marry a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so oh, yeah. Th- yeah, that's 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 a solid point. That's like um, a little bit worse than it. Like, I would if if I had the choice of like if I'm raising a daughter, <laughs> now, like, and well, I have the choice like a burning bag of shit movie? on my porch. No, not or a porch, creepy throw it in your window. Throw it in my window. I would take the burning bag of shit, throw it in my window, and some creepy dude is like, "Hi, I'm here to." To marry your daughter after you said my name three times. I'd be like, that's... that's I know. Like, very cool. Listen, uh, I, I wasn't saying your name three times. I was reading Slavic folklore, and this just happened to be in there. Yo, what is the plot of this movie? I thought I knew what it was. It's Beetlejuice trying to get a child bride. Yeah. So he can come back to life? Well, no, so he can come. Um, <laughs> Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin... Yes. They died accidentally. Exactly. They're in the house. They're stuck in the house. But they're like, you know what? Yeah. We'll reclaim it. We'll help this girl who doesn't want her family to be here. Yeah, here we go. And Beetlejuice is like, (laughs) you know what, guys? I bet I can help you. Excuse me. Like, fuck you. Get your finger out of your ass. But what does he gain from marrying 
Winona no Ryder. fucking clue. I think he, so like, just, he, gains, <laughs> he gains like his life back in the world. No, I don't something. think that's even it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think he just wanted a child bride. I think he's just a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Right, I think, you know what, I think Beetlejuice is just a piece it. of shit. I'm done justifying. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah, it. Tim we, Burton, whatever the fuck your we, plot was, it was wrong. We cannot keep... <laughs> I'm coming care. up with excuses for these kinds of people. Right? I don't care, Tim Burton, that you saw a documentary in Africa and were like, wow, child brides, what a cool thing. <laughs> All right, research for everybody out there. Watch Beetlejuice. And message us what the actual plot is of that movie. This will be the most comments we've ever gotten. Exactly. Because everyone's going to be like, I love him. He's just fun. I just think he's neat. Can I change my last answer to India? Because now I feel like I'm not, you know, child bride in India. That's fine. Let's do that. Uh, I'm, of, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping all the audio, so yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> I look at him like, like, oh, great. They invited a fucking white person on. He immediately is <laughs> like, he looks oh, like Kelsey in the eye. And he said, black people marry children. Well. I'm Beetlejuice, actually. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. marry people. People marry people. And a lot of shit we just can't allow to fly. We got to put our foot down. We got to be better. We got to be better people. When they when they hit low, when they go low, we go high. That's or we right. get high. No, and you know what, Kelsey? Give, this will be the last white person we bring on. It's okay. It won't be. <laughs> we need them. Something <laughs> Latino, you know. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Like I'm also white as fuck. <laughs> sure, but hey, nobody yeah. nobody looks at me and they're like, that guy's Latino. I was that was my first thought in high school. <laughs> they're nah. like, wow, that guy's white. I've been doing racist shit like I that, that all the time. I'm like, oh, here's a ginger. Hello. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Yo, Rodriguez, my bad, bro. I don't say that out loud because that's my internal. There's monologue. also there's also that gal that, <laughs> that, that gal from the bar we go to, and she's got blonde hair, but she's black or half at least. Oh well, you could tell she mixed. The nostrils. It's okay, I can say it. <laughs> it's a physical attribute. Oh right? my god. It's, it's cool. <laughs> it's literally textbook shit, yo. It's literally textbook <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who wrote the textbooks? Surprise some white person. Because we weren't allowed to write a read, so we didn't write them. I know that for a fact. God. Yo, shout out to R.L. Stein, though. I love Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, thank you so much for taking time to be with us here this week. No, we really do. We, we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Anything yeah, you want to plug? Where can the people find you? And final question Is there a God? Is there a God? <laughs> Depends on the day. Uh, I respect that. Uh, where can people find me? I'm not really. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. They want you can to... say nowhere if you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a human it... resources guy. So if you want to find me, come. Which is great for this episode. Like, come, so come, like... <laughs> come apply for a job at a non-esteemed company that I work for. You know, I. Uh, yeah, I don't. Right. I, I don't really think I want anyone being like, "Hey, I applied for a job at this company because I heard this dill hole on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> Like my last oh. name, my last name doesn't even exist. My name no. is just Garrett. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I said it once, and we're gonna bleep that out. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even my boss finding this and being like, "Oh fuck, I hired this guy two weeks ago. What a fucking idiot." Uh, um, any anything you want to plug? Or you said no. Yeah. Um, you know, eat vegetables, bake your own bread, grow okay. a garden. Don't fuck be the shit. government. Yeah, fuck the government. <laughs> Word. Kelsey. Yes. Questions for you. What do you want to plug? Uh, okay, so what I want to plug real quick is The Lost Boys. Oh. Classic 80s film, which should be getting um, a CW adaptation 
sometime soon. It's been in the works for the last three Why? years. Because teen vampires, CWs is laying old young people with abs out. Fucking, it's going to happen eventually. Under one condition. Shoot. The theme song of that song is the same fucking song they played like a million times in The Lost Boys. I cannot remember the name of it, but it's like some 80s power ballad. That every single five minutes they're like playing that song. <laughs> okay, now be careful what you wish for, because they're either gonna slow it down or it's gonna be an EDM version. That's of it. Song. <laughs> it's be the- oh uh, shit! I gotta, I gotta look up what the song it's is. Where, yeah. It's gonna be like what's the motherfucker called? Um, uh, I was placing her name. Um, the group. Oh shit! <laughs> Not Twenty One Pilots, but um. Imagine Dragons. No, nah, the other one. Um, oh, um. You know what I'm talking. Damn them boulder, we're never getting on them. Damn them motherfuckers. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh, shit. All the young people are like, oh, my God, it's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> and it's right on the tip of the tip. Like, it's right on the tip of the tip. It's something dumb like, it's probably some stupid fucking Oh, name. shit. Now I got to sit here and fucking, <laughs> oh, my God. It's not Switchfoot. I know that. No, it's not Switchfoot. God <laughs> damn it. Oh shit! <laughs> when we woke up in Paris, so fucking elite. Chain smokers, yeah, let me oh some chain smokers. Oh, fuck the chain smokers. <laughs> chain smoker version. Okay, it's it's this song, "Cry Little Sister," that they play like a million fucking times in the last. So yeah, it'll be chain smokers covering that song, or Good. a very slowed down version. I hope it's a very slowed down chain smoker version, <laughs> where they just draw out every single shitty EDM note, where they're like, bang. It's like Bang. if this commercial's done and the song's still going. Yes, it is. <laughs> but um, yes, that's why I want to plug this is the Lost Boys. Jesus Christ, that took a long um, time. Um, you can find me Kelsey Michelle <laughs> on Instagram, Snapchat, Kelsey DeAndre Greer on Facebook, and um, yeah, is there a God? No, because everything is created by one thing, and that one thing is all of us. So we are each other. <laughs> okay, wow, that was uh, yeah. much more insightful than I thought you were going to get with it. Sometimes I'm a surprise. Sometimes you are a surprise. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Danny, what about you, sir? Oh, you know, um, I guess my plug is going to be for Fright Night, the original, uh, what is that, 1986? When the vampire moves next to That's the dude. one. Uh, remade uh, with years Colin later Farrell. with uh, Colin Farrell, and David Tennant, and uh, Anton Yelton. R.I.P. Yep, rest in power. Oh, did you see the new one? I did. Was it good? I liked it. All right, for what it was? Yeah, also, oh. David Tennant's in it, so... Oh, uh, Purple Man, right? Well, also the Tenth Doctor. That's what I'm going to say, but Also, yeah. um, Crowley from Good Omens. Sure. David Tennant does a great job as an eccentric, fake, fake, but real... yes. Fake, but real <laughs> vampire hunter. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, the people can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas. Uh, Instagram, who fucking cares? Because I'm not even doing stuff on there. So, Yeah. Um, is there a God? Well, I am here, aren't I? Oh. Yeah. See how I flip that around? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I were God, I would come back as someone who staunchly doesn't believe in him. That way I would never find out that I was God. Think about it. Think about it. It's like a lot of steps to rebirth. For real, it's like... Well, no, it's just one... I'm like, bored, so uh, I can just not be here anymore and just forget who I am. Do you think I would want to run this shit show? I would obviously come back as someone as mediocre as me. It's your fault it's a shit show. No, no, you no, create no. the shit. I, I don't remember that. So then, then my question would be, what type of guy? Because now you're talking about like you're the... Omnipotent type. No, 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 no,
quote-unquote Hercules type. Oh, oh, I'm not Hercules. Well, I said quote-unquote type, not yeah. the literal Hercules, because he was a demigod. You're not, no, I'm a god-god. Yeah, you're a god-god. So he'd be like, Neptune, oh, I don't know how to swim. Exactly, and I don't know how to swim, so maybe I was. See? So you're maybe definitely not Brosidon. No, no, maybe I was. That's all, that way I don't know, because well, if, like, if I get in that water, and I, I think, <laughs> if I get in the water and I start drowning, and then I'm like, wait a second. I'm whoosh, Percy Jackson. Whoosh. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> have you tried? I have not, because I fear the ocean. You should. See? There's a lot of creepy Dude, shit. You don't have to there. go to the ocean. Let's just go to the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw you in the deep end. We take you to the Black Lagoon, baby. No, I think it's got to be sea salt. Or seawater. Salt water. Yeah. I'll put some salt in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more salt. dense, my boy. I'm going to throw you in and then a, like a we'll salt We'll turn you into a margarita. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, last name omitted. Did I just hear you tell me to go to the YMCA to a pool during a pandemic? With a well, salt shaker? Yeah. That's what gets the corona. <laughs> well, they are open. <laughs> they are open. Are, are they open? For a reason. Because mm. young man. Actually, there's a cover of that. Um, it's uh, by Neil C.C. Arega. Um, anyway. YMCA. But it's uh, Hans Zimmer's music for Inception over the um, YMCA lyrics. Makes it very sad. Huh. Makes it very sad. Mm. <laughs> very sad. Um, that's all the time we have by a lot. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Garrett, again, thank you for your time. You folks can find us on Facebook, Instagram, under escapingpodcast at gmail.com is our email. If you want to be on the show and share your music, go ahead and do that. I actually have another plug I would like to do for today. And that is one of my friend in in California, Brittany Yecker. Uh, She has a new podcast with her friend, Ann Clark, and it is called Spirit of the Week. It is a chilling weekly podcast telling first-person ghost stories with friends. It's hosted by Brittany and Anne, and they are really fucking funny. They're really talented. Give them a listen. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I think anywhere else you can get your podcasts. Just like with ours, guys. That's right. Mm. Oh, we have some things coming, but we'll tell you more about that later. Mm. Today, we leave you with 2020 Code of the Streets by, I want to say it's uh, IBE Hustles, or maybe it's LBE Hustles. Look at both of them. The track is 2020 Code of the Streets. Uh, We're leaving you with that today, and uh, God... I'm just, I'm rock hard and ready for you guys to listen to this episode. Let us know what your favorite 80s horror comedy is in the comments below, above, to the side. I don't know where you're listening, but message us and let us know. I love you. And remember, there can only be one chum bucket. Yes, yes, y'all. And remember, guys, no matter when, if it's the 80s, the 90s, the O's, or the right nows, (laughs) it's never a wrong time to become an escapee. Stay on canon, y'all. It's 2020. Rest in peace, Guru. Yeah. Ten times out of ten we win. We ain't never taking losses. Pay the cost to be bosses on the corner street crosses. 2020, your loyalty is silence. 20 something years later, full clips of gun violence. The streets still watching. My people still clocking. Find the plug and they connected. So to get this thing popping. Cold concrete blocks where we learn to play the game. Up and coming for a name on some ghetto street fame. The blood's still flowing. The draw's still outlined. Money's still coming in. Still all about mine. Still in this cycle where we have learned to adapt to every day. My people rising like the sun because we have. To. Rat race trapping while they trying to trap you Gotta keep your feet on the ground Cause the world trying to pass you by Stay fly, keep an eye out for 12 Cause you ain't making sales when you're sitting up in cells Supporting on the curb for the soldiers in disguise Heavy metal in the streets taking mad lives Ghetto youth still armed with the cold heat It's the 2020 code of the streets You have the right to remain
pestilence in place is a noose and we hang by it. The streets is our habitat, the paper enslavement. We didn't make the game, we the champions playing it. It's family first, breaking bread with your brethren. Code of the streets, making sure your family's fed them. We live in the house, so you can't believe in heaven as it was in the beginning, so it is in the ending. It's the code of the streets. streets, streets.